This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our sixth episode of A Dopamine Kick. Amazing. <laughs> episode number six. Can't believe it. We've got this far. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and this episode, I'm really, really excited about. This is the one that we've been talking about so much along along the time we've been chatting on this podcast. We've been talking about perfectionism. I think we've actually mentioned perfectionism every single episode so far. We actually have. <laughs> <laughs> so perfectionism is obsessing and redoing and not completing a project because you're worried that it's just not quite perfect. So it's delaying action while waiting for the perfect solution. And our brain will use perfectionism as sort of like a morally superior excuse to procrastinate. So, you know, if you if you never finish something, then you can't be judged for it. Yeah, and I guess being a perfectionist is typically sometimes viewed as like a positive trait rather than a bad thing. So we we tend to go like, oh, you know, I'm a perfectionist or we describe this behavior that's perfectionistic, but it can cause so many issues and problems in your life being overly obsessive about being perfect. And I think a really good example of this is this very podcast. So when we first <laughs> decided to do the podcast, we must have spent nearly two weeks just going over different names, not quite finding anything that we could both gel with I mean we, we could have wasted weeks and weeks and never even got started because we couldn't think of the perfect name um, but it just got to a point where we just called each other out on our perfectionism I think that's at the point where we both realized I mean I've always known I've been a bit of a perfectionist anyway but that's when I realized actually does it really matter too much about the name or does it matter more about the quality of content that we're providing people and you know just getting out there and getting it done and I think really that was all rooted in fear because we'd sort of put up this barrier, hadn't we? Like before we found yeah. a name, we couldn't do anything else because, you know, well, we didn't, we weren't sure if we were going to be moving in the right direction. You know, the, the, the name might change everything. So it stopped us, you know, starting to write um, episodes. It stopped us recording. It was just really a massive excuse to not get started because we couldn't think of a perfect name. Yeah. And we couldn't think of a perfect avatar. We couldn't think of a perfect picture. So if, if you're looking at our picture right now on our podcast and it's not great, that's because we've we've resigned ourselves to the fact that Donnie's better than perfect and we'll get around to doing it at some point, won't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It got to a point where we were just like, anything will do, it doesn't matter. What matters is us recording and what's in these episodes, not whether or not our artwork looks like super sick or the name is perfect. Yeah. And I guess as well, when we talk about perfectionism, we can talk about things like perfectionism. It can greatly diminish your self-esteem. It can decrease your enjoyment for things because if you're if you're constantly just worrying about what actually are insignificant things, 
it makes you feel like you're stressed and you feel worried, you feel inadequate. And also it's important just to mention this as well, that we're not talking about the mental health condition OCD here, which is which is a slightly different thing to being a perfectionist, isn't it? So I just wanted to point that out as well. We're talking about an unhealthy obsession with being perfect in your daily life. And from a science point of view, your brain is desperate to avoid failure, you know, back to our hunter-gatherers in the wild. Failure could be life-threatening. You know, mistakes out in the wild can cost you your life. Our brain is hardwired to avoid failure and therefore perfectionism is a way of not failing because if you don't put yourself in that position where you've stretched your boundaries, where you've accomplished something, where you're prepared to be judged, then you can't fail at it because you, you never started it in the first place. And The real, real downside of that is perfectionism kills creativity. So in striving to be perfect, what you end up doing is stifling the best parts about yourself. And do you know what? That is just so true because I know that I felt like this as well. And I think what we need to remember as well is creativity is subjective to various different people. Like there's no perfect definition of what is good, what is bad. I mean, someone can look at one picture that say an artist has drawn and think it's absolutely amazing and then someone might just think that just looks like a bit of mess on a piece of paper so you know that perfectionism creativity it's not just a set boundary of what is and what isn't it's it's totally i'm trying to think of the word that i'm trying to use here it's totally subjective no i i, I yeah i get what you're saying absolutely you you know th- if you're striving so hard to be perfect and to you know finish whatever you're trying to do in this perfect manner but actually what's perfect to you isn't going to be perfect to other people anyway so you know you could waste all this time getting everything absolutely perfect only for someone to say like oh you know I liked your original version better yeah which you know what is always most of the time the case anyway you'll do something and you'll think, mm, keep looking at it. I'm not sure if I like that. Or I'm not sure if I like I'm doing that, like I'm doing that right. And then you'll spend ages and ages thinking about everything else. And you'll send the two pieces of work to someone. And someone will be like, oh, I like the first one. And you're like, oh, <laughs> that's about six hours wasted of my life then. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to get that back. <laughs> yeah. We've made a real commitment with this podcast to stick to our motto of done well enough is better than never finishing and waiting for perfection. On that subject, talking about why perfectionism isn't actually perfect is because one of the reasons is you're actually less efficient because you're always trying to improve on something and that actually takes a lot of time and mental energy. It also means you can be less effective as well because the need for it to be perfect you can go over and over it but is it really really necessary to keep going over and over something and actually it makes you less effective because you're just wasting a lot of time at the same time as well and the next one is obviously procrastination which we will talk about in more detail in further episodes but overthinking things and actually complicating things waiting for the perfect moment leads to you being overwhelmed maybe you know being actually being late for something because even though you're trying to be perfect because you're putting those obstacles in the way, you end up either not finishing it and you're, you're late for something. So again, it make, it's making you less effective. It's making you less efficient. And then it's causing you problems as well because you're stressing over problems that may not even exist. Maybe you've put extra work on yourself. Maybe it's causing unneeded stress. Maybe even trying to, which is what I know I do, is trying to preempt problems for solutions that 
may not even arise. Oh, I love and... doing that. That is a real <laughs> trait of mine. I'll have like a what if scenario for plan A, B and C. <laughs> what, what if no one listens to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we not think about that? But, you know, we both do it. It's crazy, isn't it? Because we're just stressing over unnecessary problems, really. Yeah. That brings me on to the next point, which is missing the bigger picture, which is getting so caught up in those small, minute details that the bigger picture and the reason for actually doing something can get entirely lost. So with that in mind, we're going to go through a couple of different things that we do to avoid perfectionism. Well, to reduce it anyway. (laughs) The first way to avoid perfectionism is to set SMART goals. Now, I know this is something that I harp on and on and on about and Sparky's sick of hearing it. (laughs) But it's so crucial If you've got wild and unachievable goals, then that's going to add to your stress. It's going to feed your perfectionism because you're never going to get to a level where you're happy with your work. Whereas if you set a smart goal, then you've got the confidence to move forward knowing that you can achieve your targets um, and that it's a sensible way for you to spend your energy. So if you've not listened to our first episode, second episode, which is all on goal setting, please go back and listen to that one. It is a little bit of a drier episode, but I promise you it's so worthwhile and we just keep coming back to it time and time again. And the next one that I wanted to mention for me anyway is just focusing on the positives because We mentioned this in our last episode, which is having gratitude towards life and how we can focus on gratitude practicing. But this is a really important one as well for perfectionism, because wanting everything to be perfect actually means that we end up focusing on quite a lot of the negatives because that's what we see as our biggest challenge. So we go over the negatives in our mind and we need to challenge ourselves to focus on things that we appreciate and allow ourselves to make those mistakes because mistakes are always going to be an opportunity to learn and grow. And also mistakes are necessary to get to where we want to be. Okay, so the next thing that I've got is to challenge your inner critic. So if you're like anything like me, you are your harshest critic. And I have a constant dialogue going on in my head, which I think is is fairly normal for most people. Um, But actually, that dialogue is is often not very kind. Um, And so something that I have started to do is to imagine that that voice in my head is not talking to me, but is talking to, say, my best friend. And think about the kind of things that you say in your head. So, you know, you'll never do it, you're not good enough, everyone will laugh at you. You'd never say anything that cruel to a friend because they'd feel, you know, demotivated, embarrassed, and they probably wouldn't want to keep being your friend if you were so negative to them all the time. So actually, in a way, we become our own worst enemy. Um, And I found that just changing my internal dialogue um, and speaking to myself the way I would speak to someone else has been really powerful in stopping me from being a perfectionist. (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm not laughing at that entire point you made there because it's totally relevant. But what if you've got a friend like us where we... (laughs) (laughs) But we don't know, do you? We actually don't. We actually don't. However harsh you are, like you might say like little harsh things like as a joke to someone, but the things that you say to yourself in your head, you'd never speak to somebody like that. No, you you really wouldn't. Like literally I'll say things to myself like, what's what's the fucking point like you're never gonna make anything of yourself like it's just a waste of your time you're just gonna live this little person life and then die and nobody's gonna remember you in 10 years time after you've died and 
I'd never say that to someone else. No, you know, you, you're so right there. I mean, I do that to myself all the time as well. I sit there and I think, oh, you, you're a failure. <laughs> like, no one likes you. You're never going to do anything with your life. Like, you've not achieved anything with your life. I wouldn't turn around to you and say, Shell, you're a failure. You've, you've never achieved anything in your life. You're, you're a no one. But that kind, of, that kind of language, like, you might say those kind of things if you were really passionate and having a heated argument with someone. Yeah. That, but that's the voice that's in your head all the time, saying those nasty, angry words. Like, it's no wonder it stops you from, from doing things and moving forward. We are our own worst critics and we need to be kind to ourselves and accept that making mistakes and, and even failures are part of being human and lowering those unrealistic standards that we set ourselves is something that can really help us in the future. Also learning how to receive criticism a bit better as well. So when people do say things to you that you might take really personally, try to think of them as ways that you can learn and grow from them. So if you say to me, you know, oh, Sparky, this wasn't done right, or, you know, I don't like this. Instead of me taking it as low, oh my God, everyone hates my work. Instead thinking about, okay, maybe Shell doesn't like that. Maybe someone else would. Maybe there's a little thing that I could change about it. But, you know, maybe I shouldn't take it so personally and put the emphasis on me that it's actually terrible because that's probably not what you mean. And as we stated before, there is no such thing as perfect. We spent the whole last episode talking about how if you practice gratitude and positive thinking, how it will affect your mindset and how that little change makes a positive impact on your life. Think about the reverse. If you've got this inner critic constantly telling you you're not good enough, nothing you do will ever be good enough, you'll never achieve anything. Think about how damaging that is and how much more likely you are to fail when you've got that verbal dialogue going on. Another really important part of combating perfectionism is to learn to say no. So you need healthy boundaries and they'll give you the space that you need to finish projects that you've started. So this is a form of practicing self-care. So saying no to taking on more when you're already struggling is really hard to start with, especially if you're someone who's always used to people pleasing. It's hard to say no. But actually, once you get into the habit of it, it can be really liberating to just give yourself that time Um, And it's something that we've touched on on previous episodes, but I'm going to say it again because it's so important. Time off to recharge is not wasted time. You will come back more productive than if you just soldier on getting slower and less motivated. Yeah. And a lot of people do this. They they see time as relaxing, time as seeing family, even Even sometimes just sitting there and watching a TV show, having a bath, relaxing, doing whatever it is that you feel makes you feel more relaxed. They see that as wasted time. But as you've just said, that time is actually you recuperating, recharging your batteries to come back stronger. And actually, you're more effective if you actually factor in all of those things. Uh, There is one thing that I did want to quickly mention here is a long time ago, I had CBT. It basically just means cognitive behavioral therapy. So it's a talking therapy that can help you manage your problems by basically changing the way that you think and behave. And it's, it's usually used for things like you know overthinking anxiety depression and things like that and it can be really useful for other mental health problems too and one of the things that i was told in in there is to quickly do a little diary of each week and put in the things that you enjoy doing whether that's relaxing or whether it's a hobby so that could be going outside and looking up at the stars or whether you do gardening or some form of hobby those things are really important to factor into your life and they're not wasted time at all 
I think CBT is something that we'll touch on in future episodes because the power of our thoughts um, is something that we just keep coming back to and keep mentioning. Um, So we're going to do a whole block on um, sort of controlling your thoughts, intrusive thoughts, positive thoughts, that sort of thing. So that's that's all coming up in the future. The last one for me is focusing on meaning over perfection and this is something that i think is totally worth it when it comes to perfectionism focus on finding the meaning in what you do rather than trying to do it perfectly if something brings us a purpose or something brings us joy then it doesn't matter if it's done perfectly because it's more fulfilling to actually find the meaning in it along the way i try to think now to myself because i'm a recovering perfectionist in a way (laughs) do you know what this might not even be perfect but I enjoyed every single second of it and I found a purpose in it. I found some fulfillment in it. And that to me is always going to be better than doing it perfect. I think our podcast is a really good example of that. So the meaning behind the podcast is to increase positivity and to help as many people as we can. And actually all of the stuff that we've stressed about trying to get perfect, none of that matters. It doesn't. It really doesn't, does it? No. (laughs) And the final thing for me is to look at your negative influences. And I'm going to try and not make this another one of my social media rants. (laughs) But, But social media promotes a hustle culture and perfectionism. And I think sometimes it's worth remembering that you don't need to be doing all the things all the time to be successful and happy. Um, you know, sure, there are examples of people like Elon Musk who absolutely thrive in that environment, but we're not all the same. And forcing yourself to be something that you're not because you're copying someone or you're copying social media, not only will it not make you happy, you will have a miserable journey getting to that realisation as well. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up here because we could talk about perfectionism for so long. I mean, we've probably drowned on in this podcast anyway. So that just goes to show that we are very much perfectionists, but we're trying to change and I think we're getting better, Shell. I really do think we're getting better. Like Shell yeah. said, this podcast... slow progress. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a great example of just striving not to be as perfect as we wanted it to be. And, you know, as time goes on, we will get better in, in a way anyway, without even realising it. So I guess we should talk about our little kicker this week. As we did a challenge last episode, which should keep you going for another month, we thought this episode will give you a quote. So our quote is... At its root, perfectionism isn't really about a deep love of being meticulous. It's about fear. Fear of making a mistake, fear of disappointing others, fear of failure, fear of success. That's by Michael Law. Um, And I just read that and I thought it resonated so much with everything that we've said about perfectionism and and will continue to say about perfectionism. (laughs) Such a great quote. Absolutely. And that's everything. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.